hello 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 welcome back to delicious tears i am your host the solution where i talk about a myriad of topics for the next 30 to 60 minutes sometimes less and you might get triggered you might not but today's topic is current events and first things first we're going to get off with my beloved baltimore ravens with their 5011 covid test positive covid test they have and it has caused a delay in this game for i think they're they went from thursday to sunday to monday and now i believe the game is going to play wednesday and it was almost pushed all the way out to uh december if i'm not mistaken and uh that team that wears black and urine are claiming that um there's some nefarious things that are going on because you know they haven't a great season so far so that's just the nature of rivalries and stuff like that look calm down you're, you're just happy because you should have been like six and ten last year but by the will of good coaching you managed to be eight and eight all right so you're, you're really feeling yourselves because you haven't done anything really of note in the last uh three to four years so yeah yeah got something to cry about like your team can't be beaten you should have you should have three losses though you really should but moving right along still in the nfl the broncos played without a quarterback on their roster and they were really upset because they used a practice squad guy who had played quarterback in high school and i think he only completed like three passes it, it was a rough outing and um yeah the other team took it lightly on them and they didn't really throw the ball themselves to, to be uh fair i guess um that was a gentleman's call you know by between the coaches and that, that's respectful. You know, you have respect for the game. You don't just take advantage and smoke somebody because you can sling the ball around the field. <laughs> but the NBA, in all their illustrious greed, just had their draft. Uh, LaMelo Ball has gone to the Charlotte Hornets. And <laughs> shout out to LaVar Ball. Really. He has really marketed himself and his sons into a level of success that we have not seen. It's been a little, well, not a little. It's, it's been insane, his methods, but he has really hyped up some decent basketball players to be bigger than what they really are. And he stayed in your face, and he got the desired effect. So he's got uh, pretty much going to be three sons in the league pretty soon. And uh, <laughs> you got to give it up to him for the marketing and promotion that he did. As insane and over the top as it was. <sighs> now, let's get into current events as something outside of sports. This past weekend, up in Dallas, Dallas, Texas, about four hours north of me. There was a, an incident that occurred. And that incident went viral in a restaurant the video starts with uh, a young lady with her face plastered to the camera then it pans around to a uh, looks like a young lady is dancing and I, I use dancing um, loosely <laughs> to describe what she was doing and in the background there's a, a song playing called throw that ass in a circle i don't care who made it uh not 
something that I would play all the time. Have I played before? I, I, in case you don't know, I am a DJ. Yes, I've played it before at certain functions. Um, it's just not something that I would look forward to playing in my vehicle at my home. Anyway, um, as she began to dance, uh, allegedly on the tabletop, it looked like from you know the the, the start of the video when it pans around and shows that she's actually on top of the table and she's twerking so the restaurant owner comes out and tells the dj there's a dj playing live music in the restaurant you know that's a thing in case you're wondering uh it creates an atmosphere i'm going to come back to that he tells him to stop the music and he addresses the patrons and he says and i'm paraphrasing by the way that he bought this building he worked hard so we can have a place that we can be proud of and frequent and call our own as black people. He is not basically he was saying he's not going to have his establishment disrespected by these women at that table who decide to take it upon themselves to begin twerking on top of his tables while other patrons were eating and her friends cheered her on with the annoying, hey, hey. I can't stand that. It reminds me of a meme that I saw. <laughs> Shout out to my uh, my dude G Rich. Uh, it's it's a picture of of um what is the name of that? Uh, it it's tied to Spider Man. Um, it's not Spawn. It, it's uh it's a symbiote. It, it looks like it, and it's got his tongue hanging out with the teeth and everything. And basically, the meme says that's how the chicks look when they're in the club yelling, uh, A and yes, <laughs> while their friends dance. So, let's get back on it. Some people were offended by his uh, method of addressing the issue at hand because he used some, some uh, choice words, some expletives. Now, I will say, had that been me, I would not have cursed. However, I like to say that he was addressing them in a manner that they would understood because they're out there twerking. You want to act classy, then, you know, I, I would think he's saying, well, then I'm going to talk to you in an unclassy. Why should I be a professional if you're going to disrespect my building? He basically tells them they can get out. He said, you can get the out. <laughs> yeah. And I applaud him for that. I really do. And um, some people were upset. But hey, Mr. Restaurant Owner. um, Yeah, you get one for me. You did the right thing. I'm with you on that. Why do we feel so compelled to do things like that? Now, if you were in another establishment, I guarantee those young women would not have acted that way but you want to show out and be seen and be tasteless now the other part of it too let, let's let's be um let's play the devil devil's advocate here the music does set the tone and being a dj i know if i play certain music people act a certain way so i would suggest to um mr restaurant owner um just a word of advice don't play music like that go with some neo soul because really people go for the music and a certain crowd likes to hear certain music so if 
you don't want that element in there avoid those songs in that music and they won't act that way but even so you would hope that people would have some decency and some self-respect not to do that and i guess that's what you were airing on you weren't expecting for them to do that you don't want to be known for that and it's funny he said y'all could take that down to the pink you know in reference to uh the show p valley which is actually a really good show by the way um but i i do agree with what he did um some women took offense to it no you cannot be the victim in this they were dead wrong now did he have the curse uh, 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 at that point it didn't matter you got your stinking butts twirling around on somebody's table come on now have some class moving right along uh there there are two unreality um uh tv shows and i believe it's on the um the own network you know oprah winfrey's network uh zeus or one of them and uh, one of the shows is called uh looking for love and it's, it's been on for a few weeks and um i've tortured myself by watching this it's, it's interesting y'all if you know me you know i do not care for unreality tv you call it reality TV, but there's some scripting and they get guided and coached it's just the, the fakery of it bothers me and people acting foolish like what's your soul worth I hope you get whatever you came for while you're on um, TV acting this way. Because there's a word called perpetuity. And I always mention it in reference to um, social media. But in this case, we're talking about live TV. And your kids are going to see this. This is your conscience talking to you. Your children are going to see this one day. Okay? Yeah. In case you're wondering, it sounds a little different. Um, I've added some things to the show. I, I got a nice little soundboard card here with the effects in here. Um, so we're going to talk about this past episode where uh, I believe his name is Chris. He's a radio host. He's a personality out in Houston where I believe the show is kind of based on uh, what well, is based out of somewhere in Houston at uh, this uh, luxury resort. And I think I think there's like 12 men, 12 women. I can't remember. And um, all from different diverse backgrounds, black male, black women, um, all allegedly looking for love or fame and extent. So we're going to talk about Chris. Uh, Chris shows up in the intro. Very flashy guy. Um, loves pink. Nothing wrong with pink. I, I wear pink, but that's his calling card. And the reason why I'm going to describe Chris is because uh, it, it's going to come into play. He has a very distinct voice. He sounds like he should be on the radio. Uh, he, he's fit. He's in shape. Um, very sharp features and everything. Uh, what, what women check for him? If you're into that kind of guy, women, he shouldn't have any issues with uh, garnering the attention of women if they feel like that's something they're pursuing uh and the, the the women are very diverse and eclectic and um some of them are a bit more rambunctious and over the top but what do you expect when you get a bunch of women piled into the the same building you tell them hey compete 
it becomes no holds barred a lot of fakery ensues you know a lot of false uh alliances occur you know under the guise of having each other's best interests well the the one woman that he's um really interested in her name slips my mind i told y'all i don't take notes with this i, I do this very avant-garde and off the cuff if you watch the show you know who i'm talking about um he's pursuing her heavily and she appears to be somewhat interested in in this particular episode they bring the women uh the women get to bring their best friends onto the show you know women are about their best friends their their sister friends their sis uh their opinions matter to them and that's not a knock on women but it gets really really interesting because you clearly see that some of these women who are friends have another motive uh so this woman's angle is that uh unfortunately she's had uh, a few not a few she i think she said four miscarriages and that's that's very unfortunate that that is a the the mental anguish and emotional anguish of a woman not being able to uh bear children is is a a tough tough burden to bear uh for some women and she says she's 42 and she's still trying which puts her at risk uh it it, it appears that chris is okay with this um if, if he's being um honest about that who knows but it the attention he's giving her and the focus he's giving appears that he's okay with it so now she's saying hey if i were to get pregnant she talks about the bills now we know this is a very very contentious thing and it can go left in a heartbeat so i'm going to pause for a second and come back to gather my thoughts because it yeah it, it got hectic with this particular situation hmm So, Chris, you get a, because you did not handle this properly. When asked about the man being a provider, she basically framed this as, I am pregnant. I should not have to work and you're going to hold down the home. You're going to pay the entire mortgage. This caught Chris off guard. And Chris was honest. He's like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. You know, and he started talking the partnership and the team. So her friend quickly came to uh, the, the young lady's aid and was like, nah, this is not someone that you're looking for because he, he's uh, basically saying you're going to be sharing bills. Now, let's get off the beaten path for a second to make a point. We're in a day and time where women want to be equal demanding equality and that's fine but they still want the traditional sense of the home where my money is my money and you there's some women out there not to say let me back up for a second because a lot of the new listeners don't get my disclaimer so the disclaimer goes inclusionary language means all entirety if i say all women that's inclusionary language if i say 
some women. That's exclusionary language. Let's be clear. You, you need to understand that. I'm not generalizing all women, but that particular demographic that feels like, you know, I, I want equality. I want to be on equal footing. But when it comes to the home, I need you to be traditionalist. And I get the Joan Cleaver it. But I'm still working, but I'm, my money is my money. I'm not paying any of these bills. And you got uh, these bobbleheads out here talking about real men uh, pay bills and buy Birkin bags. And some women view that as truth. Yeah, upside your head with this. Yeah. And not saying I'm with violence, that's figuratively speaking. But <laughs> yeah. So. When he said he wasn't with that, it went downhill with her. So she had a conversation with a friend and she quickly said, nah, this is not the guy that you're looking for. So Chris realized that, oops, I did not tell her what she wanted to hear. No, Chris, this is your conscience speaking. You stick to your guns, Chris. She accepts you for who you are. And she makes a decision from there. You do not customize yourself to win favor because that's not being authentic, Chris. Chris, you messed up. <sighs> so the question lies, was she really into him the way he thought? Now, Chris made the mistake by simply zoning in on her. And I like to think that she was low hanging fruit. And maybe Chris saw that just to, from an observational standpoint. I, I thought that she was the one that showed him much attention. So he focused on her. Like, if it's not her, it's no one. And with that being said, Chris was shown the door because the next morning he changed his tune, was like, nah, I'm not with the roommate thing. I thought about it too late. Her whole thing was like, mm, yeah, whatever. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, get out my face. You're, you're interrupting my breakfast, Chris. You're out of here. Matter of fact, just, just pack your bags. They're going to be escorting to the gate real soon. You're going to be the first one gone. And Chris was gone. Chris was gone. Because Chris failed to use the, the skills that he was born with. The skills that made him that makes him successful on the radio. He's charismatic. His job is to convince people and get people's attention on the radio. And he was not able to translate that special skill set that the average person does not have to communicating to that woman his intentions and how he felt in his stance. And she used it against him. I was like, he was armed with the tools to counter that all you had to do chris was stick to your guns yeah so he was showing the door and he was upset and everything and i was like you did it to yourself so i think he knew he, he had screwed up and it was too late it was too late to atone for his transgression so i'll probably come back to this show because it's very interesting because you got a lot of people there for um they're, they're very disingenuous 
some of the people on it. But it's it's an interesting show. I haven't taken interest in a reality show in a long time. So moving right along, the next show is put a ring on it where I believe they have um three, four couples. I kind of halfway watched this one too. But one couple in particular, it, it's making headlines and they're going viral. And I saw this coming a mile away. This couple, um, his girlfriend, it, basically, let me get to the show. My bad. I, I messed up. I did. <laughs> but I'm going to get right. The show put a ring on it is about some some couples that they need to decide if they're going to stay together and move forward towards marriage so what they've done is said hey we're going to find out if you're really serious and you have to go and date other people the the girlfriend and the boyfriend has to go out on dates with other people and basically it's a triggering thing can you handle this um and the thing about it is like it, it's a, another dynamic that's interesting is are you taking that person for granted because you've been together for so long and it's like you're not going anywhere you're going to be here you know it, that's the the air of it um i believe one couple they had to go because um her the young lady's father was terminally ill and um she was really close to her father and the boyfriend was extremely close to him as well that was his best friend and the dad that he, he didn't have so they, they couldn't go through with the show with um that amount of grief going on so rightfully so uh, they uh were no longer on the show um and that's an interesting time I, I think they were going to stay together regardless either because the father was kind of a, a bonding thing with them but there's uh the the hollywood guy and um he, he's the character of the show. He's the more entertaining, hilarious one. And his girlfriend has cold feet. And he's ready after some missteps to get married. And she has cold feet. Uh, the other couple has some trust issues via some indiscretions. And they're trying to figure it out. Now, this particular couple that everybody has zoned in on and they're now viral is the girlfriend does not have any kids the boyfriend has kids so when the show started off he was basically pegged as the unemotional just stoic dude not really saying much not showing any feelings about things and um i quickly saw that it, that's something going on with them so within a few episodes it showed that he was full in with being a part of his son's life and I believe he made um, there's a a, a situation not a situation he he basically agreed with his son's mother that he would take him once he reaches like 13. And if you know anything about boys, uh, young boys, you make your money in developing them between the ages of 13 and 18 because those social connections are powerful. You could lose or keep your son forever if you screw up those ages how much um you know involvement you have with them especially young black men uh, our, our boys out there um so 
to really get deep into this, the, the, the media has painted us black males as being uh, out of touch, unavailable to our boys, um, our children, period. And we're needed. But that's not the truth. We know that. We know there's a motive behind that. There's never many images of black fathers successfully co-parenting with the mother. And I talked about this in another episode, you know, where I said uh, the topic was, I need you to hate your baby mother slash baby father, because that makes the other person more secure in the relationship. If there's drama, it's like, oh, well, I know she doesn't want him. I know he doesn't want her. So that makes me feel secure because there's always problems. Not even thinking about the child and how it affects them. And that's the focus here. So this man has said, you know something? My son is going to be better if I'm raising him. And I'm teaching him how to be a man at these ages. And that's needed. That's needed. Loss in all of that was a black father recognizing we cannot have these generational failures over and over again. So I'm going to take charge of the development of my son's life as he enters manhood. Women, why do you have a problem with this? And I'm going to tell you what she said. She said, well, it's always just been us. And now it's going to be the three of us. I cannot dig and go further because it's exactly what it is. Let me tell you something, ladies. And you can get butt hurt. You can get upset. But what you should be doing is agreeing with me. Being a father isn't second tier to being a mother. It's one and the same. Understand that. Yes, you gave birth. But you cannot teach a boy how to be a man i've said that over and over again i cannot teach a girl how to be a woman all you have are observances and things that basically say that happened to me i'm not gonna let that happen to you that's that's it that's it you don't know what it feels like and neither do we when it comes to the different genders so when that man says I'm going to take responsibility for my son. I'm going to raise him and carry him into manhood with me. It should have been nothing but applauses. But she is so selfish and so self-centered and worried about how much of him that she's going to get. Because initially when the show started, he was painted as uh, aloof, not really interested. And I said, something's going on here. There's a deeper. And it really was the contention with um, his decision to bring his son to the home. Now, common sense says, yes, applaud. Applaud. You know, clap for that man. You know? But really, we should not be given a round of applause at all because that's just something you should do. All right. That's just doing your job as a father. 
And here we have this young woman getting in the way. Because she's being selfish. And I'm going to close this. There's no greater title that you will earn. Nor be presented with. Than being a parent. For those of you with children. Think about the feeling. When your child entered the world, it, it, it's a different. It's, it's the the biggest feeling of elation ever, because you're like, ah, that this level of responsibility is now solidified. It, I'm seriously responsible for someone for their entire life, even into adulthood. You know, I'm still responsible to, for them in, to the degree. It's life altering. You can be a boyfriend. You can be a husband, you can be a fiance, you can be a friend. All those titles can be taken from you, but you will always be a mother. And in this case, a father. So ladies, if you're trying to interfere with that, you're going to lose. You don't compete with that. You support it. She is not the victim in this situation. And there are women out there that say that. And clearly I saw this in comments on other platforms where this topic was being addressed. See, that's why I don't date men with children. I don't date men with small children. Meanwhile, you have four or five yourself. That's stupid. It's also very selfish. And I said, it. get mad if you want. I feel very strongly about this. All right. Normally I give you guys an unbiased thing and I make jokes about stuff, you know, for the most part. But this right here, no, I cannot condone her behavior. This is repulsive. It is no way to justify it at all what she's doing. She's not the victim in this. So basically what's happening on this is that they asked them, would you go on another date? with that particular person that was assigned for them for that week this guy is now on date four with the same woman now i like to say that um he's passively sending her a message she's on the clock you're on the clock now at the same time i'm like if she agrees to accept this son i think she's doing it just to keep him not that she's fully in. She is not bought in to the entire concept that is going to be him and his son and her. She's just doing that to keep the man. It's going to be a problem because the kid's going to feel like you never accepted me. Just like women say, oh, we're a package deal. Well, guess what, ladies? There are responsible fathers out there who are co-parenting and that are non-custodial but spend a lot of time with their child. We are package deals too. But you like to talk about deadbeats and everything like that. But a lot of you support deadbeat behavior because there's more time for you. And oh, by the way, I've already talked about this and I'm repeating myself. So I'm going to close this out. Like I always tell you, in this situation, it can be all we fixed by simply being a better human. And I'm out of here.
the solution.